Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome. The Art of Psychic Communication. Uh, it's your host, the Dream Teacher. Uh, if you don't want to fill your mouth with all those words, simply Brandon will do. But in every sense of the word, I do remain the Dream Teacher. Uh, tonight, I have with me spiritual teacher and astrologer, Dionysus. Dionysus, are you with me? Yes. All right. Just making sure nothing lost in translation here. So today, uh, we're going to talk about the beautiful and growing art of psychic reading. So, as I continue to progress uh, spiritually, I find that my extrasensory perceptions have been growing uh, constantly, but only as much as I myself have grown. Uh, I think that's true with a lot of people, although there are some people that seem to just be born with this crazy ability that people just, they they uh, fantasize about. They make it a, pretty much a fantasy and it's not real, or if it's TV or just entertainment, et cetera, et cetera. But really, obviously right now, I think that a lot of uh, psychic things are just there for pure entertainment. But really, I firmly believe that it's starting to transition into more of an everyday thing. I think that everybody is starting to be open to their abilities. And as much as they see, you know, the entertainment side and they want that for themselves, it's like they're almost clawing into existence. Do you agree with that, Dionysus? Or I completely agree. Like, completely. I think that a lot of people, especially in you know, today's spiritual community, they, um, you know, I, I'm going to make a, take a stretch here and say that about 95% of today's spiritual community are hmm, misinformed on what it actually means to be psychically sensitive, you know, and, and, one of the main reasons for that is because of the fact that they've, you know, watched movies and television shows and all these different sources of entertainment as well as other famous psychics on on uh, these uh, TV shows, um, I guess, professing or, or, or claiming to have these abilities that are... Um, you know, that sound magical and, and unattainable. And thus, the the 95% of the spiritual community that aren't truly, genuinely psychic, they they feel the need to portray what they've seen in these movies and by these fam- famous psychics. And thus, they never really learned the, the, the deeper and more um, sacred aspects of being psychic and 
they never truly learn how to give psychic readings because they're so caught up in the in the the thrill of being a psychic. And I'm sure you know you and I have discussed that a lot. You know the difference between being a psychic yeah. and being psychic. You know, and and so you know I, I completely agree with your perspectives. It's just like you know how um has a powerful thing that I always keep hearing around the spiritual community is I am. And like those two words like totally can create your entire world. Uh, it's, I feel like it's, um, you know, when you say being psychic or being a psychic, I feel like it's kind of along the same lines. You know, you really have to use your words wisely. And definitely, yeah. you know, the, the entertainment aspect of it they do sort of put on that, you know, mask of, oh, you know, I'm so magical and special and I just, you know, I have something that you don't. I think that's where that's where people get caught up in it. And when they play that to their advantage, I mean, the first person that I really, um, who's that one, uh, that John Edward guy, I feel like he you know, or like Sylvia Brown or anybody that like does those huge shows and charges ridiculous amounts of money just to go see them. It's like, I understand that you have a gift, but, you know, at what cost? Obviously, you know, they can put a cost and a price on it. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop you there as far as, you know, psychic ability being a gift. You know, to me, I've never viewed that the ability is being a gift or being special, you know, I, and I, I think the, re, I mean, in in some respect, you know, it, it, it's the equivalent of having a musical talent, or 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 having an, an a natural penchant for playing sports or, or something like that. But I just I don't believe that psychic abilities are gifts, you know, and I, I've i been psychically sensitive since, well, since I was like 10 years old. That's when I can really, you know, remember being aware of being sensitive to energy, you know, and so I never, never for one moment thought that it was special, you know, I never thought that, you know, look what I can do that other people can't do. I just, I never saw it that way, and right, right, right. That's that's my point. Yeah, is see it like that to that, say. the entertainment uh, aspect of it. That's kind of what they take on. You know, they make it out to be this gift, and they make it out so that they can really capitalize on it. But it's a financial yeah. thing too. You know, it's a, it's a business, and that's what a lot of people have to. You know, that's where a lot of people um, fail to. See the whole um, psychical matter for what it is. You know, it, it is a business in in one respect or another. And I feel that if that is the case, you know, I I have no problem with uh, all spiritual matters being uh, um, con- conjoined with business. But if that is the case, if it is a business, it should be treated as such. You know, and I don't feel that. It is. I don't feel that these psychics 
that are uh that plague uh these different radio show networks like Blog Talk and Contact and <clears throat> and you know, uh the little um shops that they own. I don't believe that any that these psychics treat the take the measures that is is necessary to take in order to be uh, uh, and a professionally uh, um, acclaimed psychic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't feel like they do what is necessary to to really fit that role because they don't know what it means. Hmm. Okay, so do you think you know what it means? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know everything. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, See, real quick, I don't know, I still don't know how I feel about the business and, you know, mixing that kind of spirituality with business. Because, like, for me, like, my perspective of spirituality is just this constant ebb and flow of just pure, like, energy, pure spirit. And I feel like, well, although money, you know, is an energy, absolutely, uh, it's just the things that people put behind it is not always rewarding and to mix the spiritual aspect to that it can be I feel like it can be you know lost in translation in every sense of that saying Um, let me say this I find no reason um, wrong with mixing spirituality and um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for Uh, financial or physical equity wrong because we as human beings we we represent that 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 merge between the physical and spiritual you know like that's what we are we are both spirit and um you know a physical form right. As, right. in one so i i kind of disagree you know i, I don't find there anything wrong with it i just feel that it it all comes down to intention and and moderation. You know that moderation is important with everything in life. You know you don't ever want to be become stuck on the physical form or or the value of a dollar. You know or anything, uh, um, any any sort of possession for that matter. And you also don't want to become stuck in just the spiritual and ethereal aspects of 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 our universe, you know, I, I feel like there should always be a balance between both. I would absolutely agree. I guess it's kind of the same thing, uh, like if you're a, a master carpenter or something like that, you know, it's kind of like sharing that sort of talent with everybody and, you know, if what you do is worthwhile and people want to pay you for it, then absolutely, you know, go right in, go right ahead. But Exactly. But my problem isn't that, you know, because my problem lies within the fact that I don't believe that there are even enough legit psychics to have a gift or a talent or a skill to share with others. You know, that's where my problem lies. I feel that a lot of people or a lot of these working, quote-unquote, professional psychics, they don't know what it means to be psychic, and, and, and thus they don't have the skill set um, available to offer to people any more so 
then they have the ability to act as if they were a psychic. Ah, so, uh, yeah, that that makes a big difference. There's, you can definitely tell when people act psychic and really are psychic. Like, you know, it's hard. It's actually more difficult than you would know because there are a lot of people. You know, there's so many different types of people, and I've run across so many different types of people within this whole psychic field. Um, you know, some of them genuinely believe that they are psychic, like genuinely. You know, they're not trying to get money from it. They're not trying to run a scam. They're not trying to do anything. But at the same time, they don't know how or what it really means to be psychic. They 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 still you know, they, they form their their opinions and conceptions of what they think psychic is based on what they've seen in movies or based on what they've seen from these other famous psychics, and thus they never really truly experience what so it means. Basically, what you're saying is, well, how I'm tying that into, it would be more beneficial to show people what a real psychic is. I don't know. I mean, it would be more beneficial to have people to, you know, to to dis- help people understand what being psychic is, you know, the experience of of viewing the world from a psychic perspective more so than having people look at psychic readers, you know, people that are in the act of doing something psychic, quote unquote. You know, I think that uh, people just need they need a you know they need a little mini lesson plan they need someone that does get it to help inform them you know and and I do feel like I know um you know because um I think it takes a little bit of being empirical you know like science minded as well as spiritual in order to really understand that's very necessary, you know, having a concrete foundation on, you know, where we are in the physical realm and then also having that connection, you know, beyond or, you know, however you put it. Uh, the best way to experience it, though, I mean, would be to get a reading firsthand, right, from a real psychic. Connecting, not even just a reading, just communication, just talking. I almost feel like sometimes, you know, the word reading can come across as very, uh, you know, in that whole entertainment, that fantasy kind of thing. Exactly, but and that's exactly what it is. The whole reading, right? Just being able to read something. I mean, reading is a physical act, you know, where you read words, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're dealing with uh, psychic communication, it's not so much reading as it is interpreting. Exactly. It, it's not about, you know, exactly. You know, it comes down to semantics and words, you know, and I feel like the word reading has become a little bit of a of a of a tag word, you know. It's like it it's the word you say in order to be accepted in by the psychic community or to be viewed as a legitimate psychic, you know. It is but I think that, like I said, you know, it comes down to de- definition. We need to define the word psychic and then define what psychic reading means. So where I would start is, is 
simply by, and I, I make it really simple. The word psychic is synonymous with the word, with intangible energy. It's that simple. You know, in, in, our, in, in our world, our world is made up of, you know, many different types of energies. We have physical energy, you know, things that, uh, for, dense energy, things that we can touch, see, smell, and interact with the, with our five senses. Um, we have mental energy, the energy we utilize when we're creating a thought, which is also intangible energy. Um, vital energy, that's the energy that makes up our being. That's the force in which, you know, sparks life. You know, that's how we're alive. We live through the that vital energy. And then there is emotional energy, which is also another intangible energy force. Um, and it is those intangible energies that make up the what we think of as psychic. You know, so for those of you listening out there, just simply put psychic, the word psychic means intangible energy. Okay? Now, a psychic so being psychic means having an awareness of intangible energies or being receptive to these non-physical energies with your mental senses beyond the five physical senses. So um, it, it really is that simple. And so giving, in order to give a psychic, a, a good psychic reading, one must be able to pick up on or perceive the intangible energy or energetic field surrounding the individual that they're reading, you know, um, that, and that's a whole nother subject in and of itself. Oh my God. It really is. You know, people don't even understand how much energy they're really giving off. Like they just don't, they think that they're, you know, stuck in just this body and everything is inside, you know, right there. But it's true. We have this aura around us. We have things that are intangible that surround us. And, you know, that's how, you know, we randomly have chance encounters of bumping into somebody and it turns out to be a friend that you haven't seen in, you know, years or uh, just walking into a store and knowing that somebody is just super, like, angry or something like that. You can just sense it around them. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, that's what a psychic reading is. You know, a psychic reading is when you are picking up on that person's energy or a person's energetic feel. Giving a psychic reading doesn't mean telling a person when they'll find a boyfriend or when they'll get married or, you know, answering random questions. I just don't, that's not a realistic um, expectation for a person to have when they go to get a psychic reading. You know, that's something I feel is very important to stress. That's just not what it's about. Genuine psychics understand this. You know, I mean, of course, they can they can they can kind of pick up on um, on um, certain um, whether or not certain events meld with the, the person's energetic field or whether it seems to, you know, go with how that person's energetic coding is or whatever. But they cannot just, you know, pinpoint exact numbers and tell you that you'll be married in six months, you know, right. or just like that. They can just tell you about the energy that your field is giving off. 
that's what a genuine psychic can do, and that's what a genuine psychic does. Absolutely. And I, that, that's so important for people to understand. You know, it's not about predicting things. It's not about being able to tell people what they look like. It's about connecting to the energetic field and helping that person that can't see or interact with their energy, that, that intangible or psychic energy, come to an awareness and understanding of it and helping them to, for instance, let's say that that person's energetic field is that the psychic just seems to pick up that their field is very large, you know, and all-encompassing, and it permeates everyone and everything around them. So the psychic would thus then know automatically that person, you know, they, they're forceful, you know, their energy is very, very widespread, and that person tends to be tired a lot because of the fact that their energy is always flowing and flowing. They're always giving and expending their energy field. The, the person may not know that because they're not sensitive to that energy, but the psychic can pick it up and thus help the person come to an awareness of what their energetic field is doing and help them interact with the psychic aspect of themselves. That's what Absolutely. a real psychic But not even, not even just people that can't sense it, but sometimes even a psychic themselves, they can benefit from gaining another uh, another's perspective on the situation. Sometimes, you know, if someone can sense these intangible energies, they don't, maybe they miss something and somebody else can totally pick up on that because, you know, it's a, a different shoes, a different body, a whole different energy. Exactly. But my point is that that's what a psychic reading should be. And that's what a real psychic reading is. You know, wow. that's what it is. It's not what, you know, it's become today. What we see today is the result of of um, Hollywood misconception. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> that's what we see today. And it's completely wrong. And it kind of needs to be changed, and I'm sure I'll change it. <laughs> With your help, though. In time. It's coming soon. It is coming soon. So let's see uh, what kind of energy we can sense on uh, some callers today. Um, All right. We're going to go right to Mary Lou Who. I'm going to bring you on. Lou Who, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Mary Lou Who, you are on the air. Yay! Right, oh. <laughs> oh, yay! So is this Mary Lou, I take it? It is. Alright. In person. Good to talk. <laughs> In person, live, on the air, right now. <laughs> By herself. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, I would like to ask for a reading, but there's only seven minutes left, and I have a double-edged question. Which you can edge. say for another show, but the 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 question that you don't have to answer tonight, you can say for another show, is that uh, I started a a psychic support group, psychic development okay. support group. So any ideas that you can help me with what we do there, I will take. But don't talk about it. I'll think about it overnight. I'll take a reading. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, what's the question of my reading? Anything that spirit would have me know that comes up 
right here, right now. Could be my love life, could be finances, whatever you're getting. Okay. All right. Well, this psychic support group, uh, let's see. I'd really like to connect to that because that goes that ties along right in with what we're talking about right now. Yes, perfectly. First of all, then I miss a reading. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, First of all, I commend you and absolutely encourage you to keep it going. There is very minimal amounts of psychic support groups out there, and uh, having more and more is amazing, you know, increasing that awareness of what being psychic really is, is always, always beneficial. Um, okay, you, I, I, just from what you said, you know, basically you don't, you don't have much direction with it. There's nothing really, you just have the idea, right? There's nothing really set. You don't have a website or you may have a couple people that are collected together. So I have meetup.com, so there's already 22 people signed up. And um, I'm gonna I'm going to start off with what I learned are the basis of things you should be doing and practicing that I may or may not actually be doing. And yeah. because, because it's a discussion group, I think that people will bring what they know to the table. So I'm hoping that there's input there's input from all different directions. But that if it falls somewhere. I need to keep coming up with the next new project for them to try and practice and do, you know. And uh, I've used Daily Ohm, some of their uh, teachings. Yeah, I know that. It's a newspaper, online newspaper or magazine uh, thing, right? Yeah. I heard of that one. One of my friends, he's actually the writer for, or one of the authors that magazine very nice and you you go to that website in you, order to get like ideas things right so there. you buy courses they sell I courses. See, I see. so people that have written a book might teach a course you pay and then you can take their course are you sharing that information in this support group oh of course I have nothing to gain and nothing to lose because if I if I share what I know, someone's going to share what they know, and I already know what I know, but I may not know what they know, you know? <laughs> You're so funny. This is what I feel from you. Your energy, you have the energy of, like, a builder to me, and I relate that to, like, you just have, like, an earthy type of energy. You're great at, like, starting up things, and you should definitely, like, it's definitely in your purpose to, to, you know, start some sort of a foundation. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a professional, you know, legit foundation, Some similar to what you're doing now. So you're on the right track as far as that. What I feel, though, is that, you know, it, uh, the wor- strongest word that comes to my mind is solidification. You know, it's up to you to, to take the pieces and put them together. You know, you're the you're the driving, you're the leader. You know, as you said, you created this. So, I think that um, <clears throat> the only suggestion that I could really offer you is to perhaps, you know, I don't know if you how you feel about you know 
getting books for some of the people in the group or getting people to buy, you know, buy a, a particular book, for instance, from an author and, and getting everybody to read it and then discuss the book and then utilize some of the different exercises. I definitely have a book I would suggest you to get. It's my favorite book. I advise it to everybody. I swear I should be getting paid to, like, One. advertise for this guy. But his name is um, Pete A. Sanders, Jr. The book is called um, You Are Psychic. It's one of the best books I've ever read on psychic development by far because he was a MIT um, uh, uh, educated um, brain scientist. He was a brain scientist. Therefore, you know, he is very skeptical about the psychic realm in general. But then he utilized the, the information he learned through his study in brain science and neurology and things like that in order to come up, and as well as biofeedback, in order to come up with a method to hone in and amplify the psychic senses. So um, I feel that that book is one you should utilize with your group because that book is one you will constantly revisit. And, you know, the books, it it defines the psychic uh, senses, it puts the psychic senses into four separate sections, you know, psychic seeing, psychic hearing, psychic feeling, and psychic knowing. And then it gives you personality traits. And I feel like, you know, with their meetup group, that, you know, spark ideas and help people to develop their own unique psychic abilities, you yeah, know, so. I, I got the book last time I heard you say to get the book. I got it. You got it. Good I job. <laughs> So I went out and got it. Because you can just on wow. or eBay and things come to you quickly. Especially when Spirit wants yeah. to have it, they give you a discount. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but that's not the only book that I have called You Are Psychic. So I also have one by... Uh, no, uh, by a woman. And it has a... A head a, on it. Like a face on the cover, right? I'm reading that one first. It's also good. They're both books. I read both of them, so... They're great. Right. Yeah, um, make it, make it like, exciting and fun. Be like, hey, everybody, listen, we're going to do this whole, you know, project on reading this book and, you know, let's all get into it because if, if you don't get the book, then you're going to miss out, you know, on uh, what we're talking about. You know, make it exciting. Put the posts up. Yeah. Do you have – is it just a discussion board or do you have, like, chat rooms or uh, no, any other – No, it's live in person. Oh, yeah, to in the meetup. Oh my goodness, I was totally thinking. No, totally I, thinking yes. We have a conscious meetup, and and we've got like I don't know, two hundred and ten people in it, something like that, maybe more. And then I I'm oh. gonna start another subgroup of people that are just interested in this topic. And then now what I for you also I feel like you really need to you know kind of step up your knowledge base, you know what I mean? Not to say that you don't. I don't know your experience and, you know, anything like that. But I feel like you should really put yourself in the role of the, as, as the teacher. Um, but before you can do that, you do have to really kind of come to your own personal understanding and, and create your own sort of philosophy as to what it means to actually be psychic for you so that you can help others to come to that understanding for themselves and, and really assess and dissect 
how you interact as a psychic individual within your everyday life and how often you actually utilize the ability and how often energetic and emotional influences appeed upon your daily, you know, your daily go-about um, due to your psychic sensitivity. Because I think that, you know, a lot of people in the world, a lot of people are are psychically sensitive. And the reason I say psychically sensitive instead of psychic is because a psychic is a person that knows they're psychically sensitive. And a lot of people don't know, but they still have psychic abilities and they mm-hmm. are affected by sensitivities, but what you need to do is really, you know, hone in on that particular subject and get people to understand um, how emotional energy and psychic influences actually the, 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 I guess the, what is the word I'm looking for? The magnitude of the impact psychic influences has on everyone and really get your group to understand how to, um, you know, guard against that or to enhance that and and utilize their abilities in everyday life situations such as at their jobs or when they're dealing with their children or their, their spouses or in a relationship, you know, like really bring it to real life. That, that's what I would advise for you. Don't go into this whole thing about fairies and spirit guides. And, you know, I'm not denouncing your beliefs, but I feel like, it's important more so now than ever for this whole spiritual and psychic thing to be grounded into that. So that's that's my advice for you. What, <laughs> oh, boy, I lost myself. Here guide, I am. I'm back. Having a, <laughs> having a good connection with your spirit guide is, I definitely think, a not, uh, novel goal. I can't say I've reached it. Because whatever it is that I do is so ingrained in whatever it is that I do that I don't know how it is that I do it. And that's the point, actually, because almost everybody is psychic. Just let everybody has muscles in their legs and can go out and run. Anyone can run. Anyone that can walk can run. But it's a choice. And if you use it, you can develop it and you can take it to a new level. And if you don't use it, you're going to atrophy and you're going to get fat. You know, yes. psychic energy is the same way. If you give it, it, if you decide to develop it, you can. And it can lay dormant your entire life. You can be an old person decide that you want to develop it and voila, you certainly can. Yes. You're right. But I, I don't see myself as the, the beginning and ending teacher what I like to do is step aside and bring other people in, and then I just listen. I'm kind of spoiled that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're lucky that way, too, you know, to have other people that can step up into that, um, you know, onto that pedestal and, and share their knowledge as well. Um, people can't wait to get an opportunity to talk. If you If you find them, just give them the stage. They'll take it. Yes. <laughs> Now, I mean, what did, what did, what were your plans? What did you plan to teach people? You know, what what why did you even create this meetup group? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, because I know that I need to um I need to be doing it and I and uh from having taught college, I found out that you don't know what you don't know until you try to teach it. And when you do, you realize how much you have to study to make sure you don't stick your foot in your mouth. 
Um, yes. And the other thing is, um, just because you know you should do something doesn't mean you actually did do something. Like, yeah, I got muscles in my leg. Did I really run a mile today? I know I should have run a mile today. Did I run a mile today? I know I thought about running a mile today. Did I actually do it? But if I had a group yes. where I had to show up and I had to do it, then I'd darn well better do it. You know you know what I mean? Like peer pressure. Yes, I got you. Um, so what I was thinking of doing is, for starters, um, understanding chakras and auras. First of all, chakras on a new level, as in, yeah, you can name them, and yeah, you know what they control. But if you don't understand how to tap into them and balance them, um, root to crown, then you have no foundation to build on. So you have to get that in alignment. You have to. And one of the things on Daily Ohm is um, in the classes there's meditation. And certainly you can, pl- you can play them. You can pay full price, which is probably $20 for the class, or you can pay a discounted price, which is like a dollar. So there's really no excuse why everyone couldn't get that $1 class and go through all those chakra meditations. Well, you know, some people, they can't meditate and see the chakras because a lot of people, like, you know, I mean, I can visualize in my mind, but it's it's not, it's a little, it's like it's difficult, you know. And so, like, a lot of people, like, I have difficulty believing in the chakras. Um, I know, don't, nobody, I know everybody's jaws are on the ground, but I don't really, I find it very difficult to believe in them because I don't, necessarily feel them, I don't see them, I don't hear them, I don't smell them, and, yeah. you know, I'm even... i air and I'm breathing sight. every day. Yes, and exactly, and, but the thing is that I do feel energy, I mean, easily, and, but it's just like, the for the chakras, for me, it's a little difficult because that's not my psychic strength, you know, and I think that it's not the, your psychic the, strength because the, I haven't chose to go in that direction. But apparently, when you balance that part of your foundation, you got a stronger structure and and a better connection. Well, well, my point was so just says that, the girl you know, not doing it. <laughs> teaching your classes, you should always strive to cater to the differences. You know, it's just like a teacher who. You know, they 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 write everything on the chalkboard, but you know, and and they ignore the fact that one of the children may not have glasses and can't see the chalkboard, you know, very clearly, or one of the children are blind and they and they can't see what's on the chalkboard. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. You have to cater to all of your students. You know, not everybody can visualize. Not everybody can um, um, see things in their mind. Not everybody will be able to, let's say, feel things psychically, um, you know, so always keep that in mind when it comes to teaching your students. There's never just, like, one way, you know, always stay open. Right, because if you're traveling from wherever you are to Boston, you can get there <laughs> directly. You can get there on a in a car, in a boat, on a yes. train, or you can go in the opposite direction, go all the way around the world, and eventually still get there. Yes, yes. Now you're speaking my language. Yes, exactly. But 
But it would really be smart if you paid attention and took the direct route as opposed to going in the opposite direction and taking a long time to go all the way around the world. Yes. Yeah, absolutely right. And I have to be, I have to be honest, I'm usually the idiot that goes in the wrong direction to get to where they're going, and eventually I will get there. Eventually. <laughs> you're not an idiot. You just, you just, you're experimental, and you learn more than those other people that didn't go the opposite way. You learn more and then some. As a slow learner, yes, indeed. <laughs> so, um, There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So some of the exercises they have are, are like uh, visualizing things and then erasing them and revisualizing them and creating them on a, like a movie screen. There, there is a beautiful, I'm trying to look for it right now, is a beautiful explanation of the seven main chakras. It's on YouTube. I saw it about three, three, four years ago. I'm trying to find it so I can put it in the chat. It is so beautiful. It pictures, it gives visualizations, it gives sounds and uh, explanations of each one. Uh, I'm sure the shots are beautiful, but (laughs) I just don't think that they're necessary. It's not necessary to understand the chakras in order to be a sufficient spiritual being. And you it's know, not it is, necessary to fly to um, Boston from where you are because you could always walk there. Yes, but the thing is that you can, you know, I, I believe that in order, you know, psychic advancement, in order to advance and to become more sensitive to energy around you, you don't, you know, it's not about necessarily, you, you don't have to, like you, like you said, you don't have to take one route. You know, I feel that it's in, it's more or less important for us to focus on the, the the quality of the energy we put out around us, and that's thus what the chakras, you know, balancing the chakras is all about. It's about balancing your energy fields. But there are ways to do it without visualizing. You can even utilize physical objects around you. You can use music. You can use you know, other energy frequencies such as light and sound and color in order to influence your own energetic fields and to balance them um, to the same extent as one would if they were doing this great deep chakra visualization, you know. And and I feel that that's another thing that's important for all spiritualists to consider. There's more than one way to do uh, something you know, it, it's not necessarily about how you do it. It's just about the the end result. When you agree, I would say end result is well. Uh, I feel sometimes the journey is just important as the result. I mean, how you get there really makes up what your result is. You know, if you do, yeah, but if you can get to the same result with. It doesn't matter how. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, so long as you're not killing anybody to get to Boston, you know, or, <laughs> you know, you're, it's, you're good. It's so long as you get to, you know, the result that oh. you're trying to reach, which is to balance your energy fields. You oh, know, that's what... I found, it, I found it. Well, the other Hello, thing I is... I put this in the chat. If you wanted to take a look at it, I put the video in the chat. It's 
all good. So good. Just take a look at it and see if it connects with what you're thinking about. Okay. Well, the other thing is, um, yeah, you can do things a lot of different ways. I can't open the link. I'll have to try it later. Um, you can do things a lot of different ways, but I've, I've found that anyone can be psychic, but not everyone yeah. who is psychic is spiritual. And they're no, two different that's realms. True too. It's two different yeah. realms. So if you're if you're answering someone's question and giving them advice from a spiritual perspective, there's a different accountability than if you're just giving them the information. Yes. Now you're right there. You know, and that's another great point that you just you just made. It's a really great point. A lot of, I mean, but that's rare. You know, because a lot of people simply aren't psychic. <laughs> they just give advice, you know, and they don't know what they're saying. Um, they're just saying whatever comes to mind. But, you know, you, no, you no, didn't make a good... No, no, there are some very good psychics that can give psychic information without yes. spiritual basis for it. So they can You're right, say, right. that man is going to come back into your life, period. But we won't talk yep. about the spiritual ramifications of that. Mhm. But I understand. Now that makes say that man's coming back to your life, and the spiritual ramifications are these lessons, and this is important. Why? And so those are two two different paths, totally. Yes. All right, guys. I hate to cut everybody off here, but blog talk. Is- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.